trying something new. It might not be so good. But we're stuck inside. And we might just die. So let's, nope, let's try A. Oh, good lord. New hobby. Oh no, still learning the ukulele. I don't know, it's done, the song's over. And I'm Jude, the one who has grown a little tiny mustache, especially for you. <laughs> and this is Friends with Niche Hobbies, a podcast where we try new niche hobbies currently monthly. Yeah. Yeah, that seems appropriate. Um, hello, all. How's it hey, going? Guys. Fun times. It's just a, to give you a frame of reference on the time because things change rapidly in the world these days. It yeah. is currently Monday, so this podcast will come out in six days instead of the whatever 13 days or before i usually after recording yeah eight days whatever eight it's days Monday. i was like did we drop the ball a lot on recording i thought we were no, like pretty close. i just cannot math that's okay it's a good thing that neither of us have jobs that require any math <laughs> mine less so than yours honestly mine not that much i'm all people management oh that's true that's yeah. true. Yeah, we succeeded. Sorry, Mom. Neither of us like math. Blame the school system. Sure. Come on board. I'm going to. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Before we get into our personal updates, just quickly touch on oh, the world. <laughs> so, in the last two weeks since we last recorded, the COVID numbers in British Columbia have gone out of hand. And our government today officially announced that vaccine passports will be required to go into non-essential businesses and events. So I'm sure that that will be super fun. Um, uh, We're not going to get into it, but there's a a really unfortunate situation unfolding in Afghanistan right now. We do have silver lining for that, though, is that uh, Canada is set to welcome 20,000 Afghan refugees on behalf of the U.S. That's exciting. I like that. Yay, silver linings. And the province is still on fire, although it has gotten a lot cooler here in the Okanagan and our like, like the air quality rating goes from like one to 11 and 11 is like really bad. And we were at 11 plus for like a while and it's one today. Nice. 20 degrees. Yeah. I have I don't have my air conditioning on. It's just an open window is all you need. And it's very um, refreshing in a multitude of ways. So that's positive too. Yeah. I think that's it for news to quickly touch on. Yeah. Before we get into. Yeah. That's, it's pretty much dominating the screens of Afghanistan and and, uh, the province being on fire and uh, COVID going up. (laughs) It's a lot. So just a friendly reminder. The world is a lot right now. And so, you know, take some time for yourself. Reach yeah. out for help if you feel that you need it. Do some self-care, my friends, because it's been a wild ride the last two years. And us, you know, sometimes it can be a lot. Try a new hobby. Two years. 
yes try a new hobby that will that will help you like it helps a lot it sounds facetious because it's our podcast but really like having this podcast and trying new hobbies every like week or month or whatever has been really helpful I think to both of us it has been clutch I would say and if you're looking for a hobby that you know because you're really frustrated I highly recommend going back and listening to I think it's like episode two or three the felting episode because stabbing wool with a needle over and over again is just so cathartic I cannot recommend it enough yeah um in other words in other news our personal quick little updates uh i spent the weekend in a soyuz at the spirit ridge resort for a family friends anniversary uh, i just want to give them a quick shout out because spirit ridge is a dog friendly resort so nebby was able to come yes. with us it was super lovely they had you know a little welcome gift for her when we arrived some treats and a ball and she had the best time um because our parents were there with me so she got to spend time with grandpa and yeah. was a happy little Happy little Pucherito. Um, I bought roller derby skates today. Um, so I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast at all, but I've always wanted to do roller derby. And a couple of years ago, I did buy all the stuff. And then we decided to go to the Galapagos. And the intro kit is really expensive. Well, it's like, like $500. And at that time, it was like, this is money we should put on a trip instead. So I found some used skates um, from someone here in Kelowna. Look how cute they are. They're like oh custom god. color. Oh my god, they are so perfect for you. So oh yeah, and so and I previously when I went to join Okanagan, the Kelowna does have a roller derby company or company organization. And so I did actually go for dinner with them once and kind of meet them and I had to back out. So I've reached out to them again. So I'm excited. It's you know, something I was wanted to do. I actually had really hoped to do it in my 30th like year old while I was 30 but um COVID kind of ruined that so I'm excited about that and you know you know got them secondhand so it's like a nice reuse experience as well um and then my final note is I started I tried a new meal prep service last week and I just got another delivery called Fresh Prep they're based out of uh Vancouver but all their st- stuff comes in either like reusable containers or like recyclable containers, but like they'll take it back and recycle it for you. So like it comes with like, the ones I got last week all came in they're called zero waste kits. So it's like a ba- basically like a big bento box type thing with little mm. containers and each container has all the, the like items in it and it has like a lid that seals. So there's, and like the only thing is the meat has to come wrapped in plastic but I feel better about that because from the grocery store often is in plastic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, you make your recipe and then you rinse out all the things and you put them in the top rack of your dishwasher and then you leave like the lid open so it's not like sealed and stinky. And then they pick it up when they drop off your next one. So um, feel really good about it. the food was really good. It's a little a smidge more expensive than like HelloFresh's, but I feel really good that it's the local company and the low waste aspect of it. Into it. So yeah, last week we had it and we're trying it again this week and we'll see how it goes. Just because with everything going on, I find we are ordering in food a lot more than I'd like to. And when we have this kind of thing in the fridge, it's a lot harder to justify ordering food. Plus it's really easy because it's basically mindless. You like get the card and all the stuff is there and you just make it. Yeah. So we're going to see how it goes. Because it is cheaper than ordering. Like if we ordered in two meals or go out for two meals, it's way more expensive than the three meals that we're getting of this. And the portions are pretty generous um dan had leftovers both times so yeah that might be nice because i also order out food quite a bit and uh my main thing is that normally when i make home food it's not very 
sophisticated, which is fine for me, mm-hmm. but because I have two roommates, one of which will who will also eat my bachelor child, but one of which who just like will abstain from eating, it makes me feel a little bit self-conscious. And so this might be a really nice option. So and the three are, last week we had um like tuna tostados, so like little baby tacos with like yeah. tuna. Um we had a fried halloumi and like a salad because a vegetarian option. Yeah. And then the third one uh something else now I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was like a, a pork like noodle bowl, but like the flavors in it were really complex, but very easy to replicate. So yeah, I'm really into it. This week we have again three more recipes. I'm excited. So we'll see how it goes. Nice. For me, I had a weekend of catwalks. We took Tora out for four hour long walks both days. Nice. Um, which was really nice. It was kind of cool Saturday. We originally got to go to Hot Rocks, which is a local spot in Maple Ridge, where we were from. Uh, yeah. But it was kind of overcast that day, so we thought we'd just throw them in the bag and take them out, and we ended up having a really lovely day of just wandering around. Urban nice. exploration is probably one of my favorite things. It's kind of funny, because right now my Megan is trying to get Sue to do more hiking, and uh, she's like, oh, I don't know. I want to, like, I don't know if I can do 10k, and Megan's like, me and you do 10k ever like in a day like oh yeah I guess we do but we're just walking around the city so I don't notice it whereas if someone's like let's do a 10k hike I'd be like no I am baby no thank you <laughs> um besides too much that, outdoors too much outdoors mosquitoes bites I hated them um I had a heavy video game weekend I got this one video game called boyfriend dungeon because I am uh wow. pathetically alone at this point uh and um, it is a dungeon crawler where you date your swords. And when you go on dates with them, they improve their ability to attack. So I, there's a vampire that you date. And the more that you date him, the better attacks you get. Wow. It's very cool. And I'm a very cool dude. Uh, also, cool. Diablo 2 came out. They have a re-release, a remastering of that. So we're playing the beta right now. Um, yeah. So Suicide Squad. And in like actual factual things... Um, there is a very well-known queer dodgeball league in Vancouver. Um, I've always been kind of interested in going with it, but I actually got invited to a dodgeball team when they start back up, which is fun. all people. So I'm really excited for that. I used to play on a dodgeball team. It was really fun. We actually yeah. talked, my friend group, we did briefly talk about trying to start a, a team with our friend group and then it just sort of disappeared. But yeah, that's super fun. Yeah. I also great. saw the Suicide Squad. What did you think? Like a quick, um, like quick review. It was, it was, I laughed. You know what? I laughed out loud. It didn't make me look at my watch to see when it was over. It was a very like cheap and cheerful kind of thing. I, I don't think it was, it blew my mind, but I appreciated how campy and like not super serious it was, which I think is DC's biggest failing a lot of times with their Batman and their Superman series. It was a fun time. Yeah. No complaints. I agree. It had almost like a uh, Deadpool vibe to me. Yeah. Like it was, this isn't really a spoiler at all. It's like a lot of gore, but like yeah. not in a like this is super gross way and like a oh my gosh, I can't believe yeah. that just happened kind of way. Yeah, I agree. It was not like it's not gonna win an Oscar or anything, except maybe for special effects, maybe for costumes, but not for the storyline. But Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is like the greatest thing ever, although I'm pretty sure she said she's not playing Harley Quinn anymore after that movie. I think she said that's, that's it. Fair, which is fair, I but sad. It is, but I, I feel like the other parts that, like, I, I, the polka dot guy with, with, and the shark were my two favorites. Um, and they were such great standouts. Yeah, Dan, and, the shark was his favorite. <laughs> Stay off the comms. Um, 
yeah so yeah like like we just i mean if you haven't seen it you'll be like what are they talking about but yeah, yeah. it's definitely i would say it's definitely worth seeing i saw it on cheap tuesday so it was like yeah. six dollars and i would recommend it it was really nice to go to the movie theater it was my first yeah. time going post covid um but yeah yeah it was a good time yeah if you are watching it from at home i would say like unless you have like three other people I would pay like the $25 or whatever it is to rent it at home right now. I'd wait for it to come out a little bit cheaper. But yeah, it's yeah. good, cheap and cheerful. I would put it yeah. on in the background of a party maybe if we ever have those again. But I mean, it's not like it's going to be my, it's not like Pirates of the Caribbean sick day of rewatch. Agreed, 100%. Yeah, and I think your point is, yeah, if you if you want to watch it not in the theater, yeah, get a couple friends together, yeah. make some popcorn, maybe have a beverage or two, turn the lights off and like try to like immerse yourself in it while talking, yeah. like, while chatting um because it is it is really it's an enjoyable time and i think and it's a good es- escape moment which i think yeah. we can all use these days hey, we sure can all right kate what you drinking i am drinking something super fun i'm drinking it's called the cactus fruit tequila and fizz um Ooh. by side project and so side project is owned by jason parks customs who owns the oh, Hatch yeah. winery the crown and thieves black swift um, so that's actually why I bought it. I saw this a little while ago and I was like, oh, Jason Parks Customs is doing like a ready to drink beverage, intrigued. And then I saw these on sale before I we went down to the Swiss for the weekend. And I was like, okay, like I'm into it. Um, yeah, it's really good. 4.8%. So, you know, it's nice. Good. Um, it's 90 calories, but it's got like, it's kind of like, um, like a white claw type thing where there's like, is very like no sugar? Um, nice and light easy drinking the cactus fruit is an interesting flavor choice because it kind of is almost like bubble gummy without being like fake tasting or overly Mm. sweet and you cannot taste the tequila at all and i do not like tequila generally so and then the label's so cute like it's got it's like a little barrel with wings and a crown so yeah i'm into it it was i got a six pack i think for 10 bucks because they're on sale which is pretty good uh, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a two of my favorite breweries comboed into one. Can you guess what they are? Fieldhouse, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Fieldhouse and Superflux. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and this is a strawberry peach yuzu goes, which is really nice. A lot of times I find when there's strawberry and peach that it can get a little bit flabby because those are both very sweet flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, but the yuzu is a nice citrus and the goes is sort of a salty, light sour. So uh, it actually works really well together. Um delicious it is also apparently the first pour of this so yeah it's exciting but yeah delicious. definitely enjoyed would recommend excellent all right so this is our first time doing a part two episode so mm-hmm. bear with us if it's a little stumbly i will make it work but we are continuing a discussion about farmers marketing so if you didn't listen to last episode go back and listen to it first doesn't make any sense at all otherwise you all have no idea what's going on that was a farmer's market i have no idea so yeah last episode we talked about what a farmer's market is some tips the history of it um and today are we going to talk about our experiences doing the hobby what we spent etc um jude fill up the document first so he's going to lead off each point essentially and i will correct and or chime in i was a keener today you were Uh uh, my first one I went, so I went to two farmers market. I meant to go to three, but I went to two. I pulled out 60 bucks cash. Cause I, as if you remember from last week, or if you're just joining us now, I tried to set a budget of $20 based off of a, uh, academic paper that I re- was reading about how people on average spend about $20 in 2003 when this was published. Yes. 
So my very first one, I went by myself, do Chilling Park, walk down there, wonderful time. I got uh, a large pint of tomatoes from Honest Food Farm for $6, beets and carrot bunch uh, for $5.60, a zucchini, a humongous zucchini for $2. Um, and then some green peppers. I think I had two fifty that I didn't spend because I just couldn't find something that was in my what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the second one I went to, I went with my roommate Megan, so I bumped up the amount. So I had forty. I had forty dollars. Megan had seven dollars in her pocket. Uh, and there we bought a bunch of kale, like a a bunch, two bunches of beets, three eggplants, three of these things called lemon cucumbers, which are like yellow circular cucumbers mm-hmm. but with a kind of citrusy taste we've got hot peppers and kohlrabi uh and then we got heirloom tomatoes and a bag of basil for 47 dollars. wow look at you yeah. go yeah. um so i sort of went to two farmers markets i went to the kalo farm market which is not the same as the farmer's market but it's a market here in Kelowna that is on a farm and own place with a farm there nice. and i went to that one with a plan there were specific things that i wanted so I got pickling cucumbers, blueberries, um, some big garlic, some raspberries, and some peaches. So I spent $30 there, which is actually pretty good for all that mm. stuff. And then I went to the Kelowna Farmer's Market, which I found stressful, and I'll get into a little bit more in the next one. And I actually spent $50 because I went there without really a plan. So that's the danger of farmer's markets, and I think I talked a little bit about it last time. So as I bought two ciders from a cidery here in Kelowna. I got a like coffee from Anarchy Coffee, not like a bag of coffee, but just like a coffee to drink while I was wandering around. Um, Some cheese spread and a big bouquet which had sunflowers in it, which was $20 and like so incredibly worth it. So pretty. I will say I I did get a bottle of cider when I was at the kids market, but I put out my debit card because it wasn't part of my, I, so I- So Jude is cheating. No, I just, so I guess like I, that was a, a side purchase in my mind because it wasn't part of <laughs> all right june whatever it makes you feel better anyways it was the wolf in the woods which is part of their invasive species uh series which is very cool i like seasider for that they do a whole series yes. where they make cider based off of invasive species which is yeah. something that we could all use more because we need to use those invasive species so yes yeah, cider is great the one I bought, oh, I think it was called, it's called Tom's Cider, I want to say. Ooh, I love a cider, I love like, a sure. business name that is like, it sounds like it's out of the back of a guy's van. Yes, yes. I mean, it was good. It was, um, I was into it. I'm, I miss the days because in BC, because you can sell alcohol at the farmer's market, you used to be able to give samples and I still don't think they can. I miss the days when you could go to the farmer's market like 8 a.m. and just like drink for samples. It was just like, ugh. What a civilized experience. So yeah, that's what I bought. So I spent $70 or $80 total on the farmer's market. How much was that coffee? The coffee was like five bucks. And the how much was the were 20, the sunflowers are 20, so it's 40. Oh, then 10 and bucks then, for the... Yeah, like $3 for the coffee maybe and then seven for the cheese spread, I want to say. Okay. That is like the danger of farmer's market. Anyway. Yeah, if you are like not paying attention... <laughs> Or, yeah, if you don't have a plan, it can be expensive. If Did we like it? I, I really liked it. Um, I liked doing it alone because it was kind of a fun way to start off my morning. Um, it kind of set me up for the day. Uh, and I liked going with Megan and Kits. We People watched. It was a good atmosphere. You're outside. And, uh, and yeah, it, it was just sort of, I, I liked it because it kind of felt, I'm really obsessed with doing stuff on my weekend. So it was nice to be like, I did something. I went to the farmer's market. I'm a productive member of society. 
Hey, there you go. Yeah. So I sort of alluded just before and um, that I didn't actually enjoy it as much as I thought I would. So I've always really liked farmers markets. And then going to the farm market was fine. So it was like being a store that's like open air. So that was okay. But the Colonus Farmers Market is quite busy. I went on the Saturday morning. In retrospect, I should have gone on the Wednesday morning, probably when it's quieter. But then there's a lot of people and masks are optional. So most people weren't wearing them. And it just, it felt like really, and I was there by myself. If I'd been there with someone else, it might've been a little bit easier. Yeah. But I just sort of like kind of wanted to get in and out. And like, I was looking at all the veggie stands and I was like, I don't know what veggies I want. Like there's so many options and I just kind of want to get it. And the way it's sort of laid out, you're supposed to like sort of snake up and down. So to go through it again, it just, which is a COVID thing, which I appreciate, but also made it like, and then people weren't following there. It was, oh, anyway, this whole thing, it was still like nice. And I'm still really happy I went. And I was really happy with all the things that I did get, but I did find it less enjoyable than I thought. Before we continue, should we talk about what we did with the stuff we bought at the farmer's market? Yeah, so- I just feel like we didn't get into that. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry. So That's with okay. the very first round that I did, I've been really into for lunch having a salad. And of course I make myself an unreasonable amount of salad. I get my like serving bowl size of arugula. And then I throw in uh, goat's cheese because I can't be too healthy. Uh, walnuts, because I like the crunch. And then I really got into roasting beets. And I know that like, Caitlin doesn't like beets. She's making a face. I also don't like goat cheese, so that's true. You salads right off for me. You. <laughs> um, but I've been uh, making. So it was really easy for me to just like roast the beets that I had, chop up some of the carrots, chop up some of the tomatoes, throw it all in together, and then make a really simple dressing with uh, either lemon or lime juice and uh, olive oil and some salt and pepper. Yeah. Super simple, easy to make during lunch, which is really nice. And then with the green peppers, I made some soup. So I just threw in some Ooh. udon noodles with some best bouillon and some fish sauce. And I just made a real bachelory soup, but it was delicious. And I got to eat some veg and I had some leftover cabbage that was roast that, that had been, sorry, charred that I put in as well. Nice. Um, and then with the, I also made for the first time, uh, carrot greens, sauteed carrot greens. So what I noticed from the farmer's market is both the carrots and the eggplants that I got, I got a lot of the greens on the end. And normally I'd be like, uh, I'm like, no, no, I should use something with them. And so both of them use this in this recipe that I got from uh, Fork in the Road. And it's super simple. Part of it is just like, it's like, it's garlic, uh, olive oil and red peppers. And you put them so that they're hot. And then you just put the leaf in there and you wait for them to soften up. And so you can eat them and they're really good. They're full of lots of good stuff, vitamin A, and there's yeah. lots of fiber. So that's great. With the kits market right now, as we speak, uh, Megan is making a, we're making a, a roasted vegetable um, thing. So we're using the, we got a huge bag of basil for like $3. So we're making that into a sauce along with, uh, I believe some of the beet greens. Nice. Uh, and then we're cutting up some of the eggplant that we got, some of the kurabi, and then uh, some of the, the heirloom tomatoes and kale are all going to be roasted or char on the barbecue. And then we'll have that sort of like a nice bowl. I was going to say Buddha bowl, but I realized that this is like a weird reference to a restaurant. So it'd be a nice little like veg bowl. Nice. Yeah. I may, I plan to make ha um, Hasselback zucchinis. Apparently you can make like a, instead of using potato. Mm -hmm. um, so that's my plan for tomorrow with that giant zucchini that I got. I'll show you what you make. 
my KLO market items, the pickling cucumbers, I made fridge pickles because canning is hard. The blueberries, I just demolished because I, who I am as a person. The garlic, I made into confit garlic. So you just like cook it in oil, like really low and slow over the oven or on the stove, I mean. Garlic. So the left, like I, there was extra oil left over. So I actually brushed it on baguette and toasted it to make crostinis for the charcuterie <laughs> yeah. board I made for our dad. <laughs> Um, and the comfy garlic was for the security board, again, that I also made this weekend for our dad, but I didn't actually, I forgot to put it on there. So he just took that home. But yeah, it was super easy and super delicious. And again, the raspberries and peaches we just ate. Um, and pretty much everything else, the cider, the coffee, the sunflowers, I just enjoyed. And the cheese bread also went on the charcuterie board that I made for our dad. It's pretty good. Yeah, I had a lot, all, like, we have a cheese shop here in Kelowna called Percival and Young. She's been there before. Um, so we also, we had the cheese bread and then four other. So Gia, did you find it relaxing? I would say if you didn't have time restrictions, then this is a relaxing experience. If you kind of go in with the right mindset. If you're feeling frazzled, if you're feeling anxious about COVID, this is probably not going to be a great experience for you. There is lots of people around and I understand that that causes anxiety for a lot of people right now. So that is just something to be aware of for sure. And yeah, as I, we have our notes in the same document. So when I read Jude's note, I was like, yes, Jude just absolutely nailed it. Um, usually I do find it relaxing. I find, you know, shopping locally lovely and it's outside and pastoral feeling. But yeah, it was just not for me this time. A bigger space would have helped. Um, the Kelowna market is also like I talked last week, like in a parking lot across from the mall, which makes it really accessible, which is nice. But it also it means it's bordered by two busy roads and then what used to be an empty lot next to it is now under construction for condos because everything in Kelowna is under construction for condos so it was just like there's just a lot going on it made it feel like kind of hectic for me so was not my favorite experience but it wasn't terrible and then what I did afterwards was relaxing so nice now was it useful Jude Absolutely was useful. Not only did I have great tasting groceries, because you can definitely tell I had no frill beets and I had the golden beet that I got from the first place. And it was like, you could actually like taste the difference. Of- like eggs when you get like yeah. organic free range eggs versus like sad chicken eggs. Yeah. And then it also pushed me to learn other recipes like the carrot and beet screen. Mm-hmm. And I did look up what vegetables or what produce was in season before going. So it did also have that nice thing making me feel more connected about what was in season. Yeah, I agree. I like that too. And it was interesting because like there are so many farms here in the Okanagan because it's, you know, huge like farming area. And you could see really clearly like what was the season because everyone had a certain thing. Like everyone had peaches, for example, everyone had tomatoes, but you know, one place only had blueberries because they're kind of at the end of their season and they had already sold up by the time I got there. So blueberries were actually on my list, but they were out of them. So yeah, it does. It definitely can mix. I know, sad times. Luckily, the independent grocer had blueberries still, like local blueberries, but they were kind of at the end of their life. So I bought some and then froze them. That being said, I did notice that like uh, my normal go-to for a farmer's market, and one of them is blueberries, another one is cheese. Those are the two that I avoided because I knew that they were the biggest money sinks because they were at least, like the amount that I wanted was uh, at least $20. That's true. It's very true. Well, I bought, yeah, and the blueberries I bought because they were kind of squishy, but I just, this pack I just put right in the freezer and it doesn't matter if they're a little squishy and you can freeze them, at least for me. So yeah, you know, the food, it would definitely find it useful. The food was delicious. As you said, anything you buy at the farmer's market just tastes so much better. Um, Strawberries aren't in season anymore, but earlier this summer, mom bought strawberries at actually the Kalo Farm Market and the strawberries, I think you can really tell when you buy like local 
good strawberries they're red on the inside where the ones you buy at the store from like california are like white on the inside and the flavor is so different so i think it's definitely worth it definitely useful and i also like to know that my money is going to someone like the person you're buying that food from is the person who's taking that money and like you know paying for their kids sports or you know keeping the lesson at home it's not going to like it's not like you're at walmart and the waltons are gonna buy a 12th home with it because they have so much money and also half the produce (laughs) yeah exactly it just it really has a good feeling and even some of the stalls so you can throw out produce like one stall had tomatoes that were all kind of like ugly and like maybe had like a bruise and it was like you know can't like perfect for sauce and it was like ten dollars for flat out tomatoes and I almost bought it but I like didn't have a plan for it but yeah like I love that kind of thing because people are buying it right from you it's not as doesn't have to be as perfect um which reminds me we didn't talk about this last episode but we grew up close to a greenhouse oh yeah in Maple Ridge and yeah that's right and they like things like cucumbers for example that they have to like saran wrap at the grocery store for whatever reason uh, if the cucumbers aren't the right shape they won't fit through the machine so this farm basically could go and buy their like quote-unquote like ugly vegetables so like the cucumbers that were the wrong shape the tomatoes that were kind of funky looking uh, I think it has gotten better over the years like I know even like Superstore has their naturally imperfect line now uh, but at the time they would just get thrown away so our mom would always go and you could get like these tomatoes and peppers and cucumbers at like a, a lower price that were totally local and totally fine yeah. just not perfect in the eyes of the capitalist society yeah silly oh lazy capitalism so silly <laughs> so silly uh, nicheness i actually had people ask me if this was even considered a hobby so oh, we did talk a little bit about it last episode yeah. but like yes and no i think i agree like going to a <laughs> farmer's market like people do it all the time i feel like but yeah. people going consistently i think is maybe a bit of a hobby and yeah. maybe even like the hobby is like you know eating local or like using all the veg like what you like using the ends like the carrot tops for example like mm. that feels a little more hot like like you can twist it into more of a hobby if you're really like if you really go for it yeah and I think it's also an acknowledgement that farmers markets are a bit more expensive there is an there is a incentive to using them but there also is a like a, a you, there is some financial investment in choosing to go to the farmer's market so you know you don't have to ever go to the farmer's market this is a choice that you get to make so that's why we're calling it a hobby it's true and even beyond like cost it also is like you can't go there like 12 hours a day every day you have to like set the intention to go I mean, you, you have more markets to use from in Vancouver than we do here in Kelowna. In Kelowna, there's three a week, Wednesday, Saturday, and then Sunday morning is a satellite one, but only in the summer. And so you really have to, yeah, be like, okay, like Friday night, I can't like go too hard because I have to get up early on Saturday and go and buy things. So yeah, there's a little bit of a hobby to it, but yeah, it's definitely not as niche as many of our other hobbies. Yeah. Like fe- felting, for example, much more niche. Much more niche. Get into felting. COVID friendliness, which we have talked a little bit about, but just wrap it up with a nice little bow. Yeah, farmers markets are trying, right? They're not, it's nice that they're outside. That is a good thing. But with that being said, there are a lot less restrictions, especially in Vancouver right now, as we aren't experiencing a, a large spike, although we are having a slight one. So they, there's not a lot they can do to reinforce distances. So it's not super COVID friendly, I would say. They're trying, 
but like you were saying, mentioning before, there were lots of people uh, without masks on, specifically at the kids' market that I was at, which was the larger of the two. Yeah. And um, so that that is definitely a negative towards this hobby right now. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, being that they're outdoors is really nice because um, mm-hmm. you like there's that you know they've shown that the virus travels less while you're outdoors. But yeah, I found it was quite close, and people aren't as mindful because it's a t- also because it's a temporary set up it's not like they have like markings on the ground of like oh please wait here and please stand this far away so at some of the stalls that were kind of busy there is like quite a lot of people around so yeah it's not uh, if you're if you're nervous about covid it's not probably for you i mean for me personally i wore my mask most of the time i was there just because that's what i'm comfortable with and i wear i in the interior we are seeing a huge spike in covid still uh, even with our increased restrictions so we have more restrictions than vancouver so yeah, they are doing their best. I definitely, if you do feel like you can be comfortable, I do recommend going because these farmers do need that support. It's good for your community as a whole. Uh, but yeah, just be mindful of that. And, and maybe try to go to like the Wednesday morning, meet, like your, you know, the, the non-weekend market or go like really first thing in the morning. I was there at like 9.30, which I feel like is probably a fairly busy time because it's early enough that you're still going to get some of the stuff that's hard to find, but it's late enough that like people can like sleep in and have a coffee and then go. Yeah, I will say I did. I wanted to go to one of the um, I wanted to go to the Thursday one on False Creek, but uh, mm-hmm. it's from two to six, and something at work mm-hmm. kept me until five fifteen, and then it was like with the bus ride, I would have been going there as it closed. So yeah, that was unfortunate. But I found that the Sunday ones were a little bit less populated than the. Uh, Saturday ones yeah Saturday for sure I feel like is always gonna be like your big day yeah yeah so is this your new niche hobby uh no because it was already a hobby of mine I liked (laughs) but I did think that this was a great prep for our our month of scratch was what I'm calling the month that we're going to do all food from scratch um and we're also going to be purchasing a CSA. So that is a farmer's box. So a box of produce that is delivered to your home or you pick it up at the farmer's market. Uh, a local farmer deals with it. It's generally about 500 bucks, but it carries you through the whole season. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I did one. I mentioned again last episode about the farmer's market at my university and how they, they had a similar box. Um, I remember I did it and then I would get, what did I get? Oh, I got a rutabaga. I had to call our mom. She's like, what do I do with it? I know. Yeah. But you put it in stew. Basically any vegetable almost can go in that stew recipe mom makes. So yeah, that's what I did with it. And it was actually very delicious. That's pretty darn good. For me, it's, I put it's like an ish new hobby because I used to go to the farmer's market quite a lot. And then as I mentioned before, I rarely go to the one here in Kelowna. I just like forget about it or like I remember and it's like noon and they're about to close and I would still have to like get dressed and drive there and park. So I haven't really been going. And although I did find it stressful, I did at the end of the day enjoy it because I really enjoyed the items that I got. Um, and it reminded me of how much I do like the farmer's market experience. So I'm calling this more of a hobby renaissance rather than a new hobby because I'm you know, falling in love with it all over again. I love a renaissance. We love, right? we love a rebirth. We love a renaissance. We love it. Amazing. Do you have anything else to say about farmers markets before we talk about our next hobby? Uh, no, I, the only thing I would say is that I went to the two farmers markets I went to, one of them I went to like pretty early in the morning at about 10 and that was pretty like nice to go through. And then I went to another one at one, which was an hour before it closed. And I actually didn't see that they give a difference between the two of them for products that were available. Really? Interesting. Yeah, and then, 
it might just be that Vancouver is a bit bigger and these are a bit bigger farmers markets or it might just be the fact that these are sort of like I didn't go to the Trout Lake one I went to the two others and like Trout Lake is like the big one so this may have been they have less not less clients but they have they are able to have a longer amount of people coming through but yeah that that's all I had to say I enjoyed this hobby it's good yeah I noticed at the farmer's market the we talked about a little bit the bread places had a limited number of things still that is true but I didn't I've bread was another one that I avoid like breads meats um cheeses Mm -hmm. and anything that basically wasn't yeah basically anything that wasn't produce even I even avoided fruit those I all avoided because I knew they were high ticket prices and you're right they were like I saw bread affair which is my favorite bread place um but they like at one they were basically nothing good they never had any more cheese bread which is my go-to which is what you would buy yeah Um, and I would just say I whatever I I'll just say um if you are a little nervous about the farmer's market itself try going to like a farm market of some sort like I said my farm market experience was a lot stressful because it is more it's a more permanent structure it's only open in the summer they close in the winter mm-hmm. but they're able to have a little bit more distance they have like the markings on the floor for people to follow they have a little bit more traffic and like control within the store um, yeah. so yeah if you still want to support local but you're nervous of a big market that's a, a nice alternative i would say that's a smidge more covid friendly yeah cool kate what is our next hobby we're doing paper mache next time. Paper mache. Guess whose idea it was? Who? Yes, Jude, the one with the ukulele excitement noise. Yes, I'm excited. I wanted to do paper mache forever, but just haven't had the uh, opportunity to do so. So, so yeah, I, uh, we'll yeah talk about it next time, and yeah. I have no idea what I'm gonna make, so I've just spent the next two weeks deciding. Yay. Um, and on that note, thank you for listening. For more information, for links, or to support the show, go to friendsofnichehobbies.com. Follow us on social media at Friends of Niche Hobbies on Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. Jude uploaded a new TikTok last week. Super exciting. Um, and if you have a new hobby you would like us to try, or a niche hobby you would like us to try, email us at friendsofnichehobbiespodcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram is usually the best option. Yeah. Jude. Please subscribe and review. Tell a friend. It helps us a lot. As I have said before, we thrive with attention. Uh, if you would like to Patreon us, be a Patreon. Patron? Be a patron. Whatever. Um, <laughs> you can find that. We love our patrons, Dave, Kath, and Liz. Uh, thank you so much. If you would like to just purchase us a beverage, you can head over to the website for both of these things, and we'll connect you to the right places. Be awesome to each other. As Kate mentioned at the top of the show, there's a lot of stuff going on. So be nice to each other, but also be nice to yourself because you are also rad. Okay. Damn, thank you for... <laughs> I asked you if you're ready. <laughs> I'm never ready. I told you. Confit, yeah. I heard coffee and I was like, what have you done? Why That's are you, why a are you terrible like idea. And it's funny you say that about coffee and garlic though, is one of the cheeses we got is cheddar and then on the outside it has espresso which sounds super weird but it was super good i will need to try to believe it because honestly that sounds heinous to me anyway so was it useful now that we've talked about what we did with relaxing we just talked about what was relaxing oh you just found it stressful hi it's our first time doing this